Welcome back to another Brew Session with Marketing Essentials. Brew Session is your chance to join us every week with your favorite brew, whether that's a cup of coffee or something stronger, especially during this quarantine time, as we discuss everything digital marketing. I'm your host, Jenna, and I'm joined with my co-host, Jessica. Hey there. And Jess. Hey. So on tap for today... Um, in our last episode, we talked about virtual sales solutions and gave you a couple of actionable tips on connecting with prospects and filling your sales pipeline using virtual sales. And especially right now with COVID and the pandemic, um, this is really important for being able to stay in touch with all those leads. So if you didn't give that episode a listen yet, I really encourage you to do so. Um, you can find us on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, and you can go ahead and share that with your sales team too. We have a special guest, Tyler Louth, joining us, and Tyler's one of our UX UI web designers and developers here at Marketing Essentials, and also our leading e-commerce expert. And today, Tyler's going to help us dive into a couple ways you can make a big difference with your e-commerce site, no matter what you're selling. So Tyler, thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So we're just gonna go through a couple of tactics and ways that you can start improving your e-commerce site. You might already have these tactics set up and this, this will help you kind of optimize what you have. And if not, this is a good starting point um, for things that you can do. So first up on this podcast, we've talked about video quite a bit already. And Tyler, can you tell us a little bit about the use of video in e-commerce? Like why is it important? How can you start using it? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, so video is extremely important when it comes to selling products online or selling services. Um, it's an easy way for you to give uh, in-depth knowledge and pass it on to your customer about your product. So you'd have product videos that would live on the product page. It's also a good way to um, tell the customer why they should buy from you, who you are. Um, it, you know, you can relate. It puts a face to the brand. Um, so having that on the About Us page or even you know multiple videos on the home page. Um, another video strategy that I would highly recommend would be to get testimonials from customers that have purchased and used your products. Um, this is the number one uh, way to help increase sales um, by showing people that are actually purchasing, um, you know, making it something that they want to be a part of by hearing other people that are using their product. So those are a few video strategies. Um, also, you know, in your um, post-purchase email sequences, um, to say thank you for purchasing and telling them what to expect and things like that um, really put a face to the brand and uh, help people in the purchase decision. Okay, so let's talk for a bit about email sequences. Um, what are some tactics for acquiring email addresses and why is it important to have a list of contacts for your e-commerce store? Uh, yeah, so um, the contact list for e-commerce store is, is more valuable than the actual order um, at the time that the customer places. Um, so to acquire these email addresses, um, there's several tactics that you can use. One um, that we've seen you, that use that um, has had great success is an exit intent. So if a user tries to navigate away from the store, a pop-up window comes up and offers them something in exchange for the email address. Well, it, better, you know, it may be a percentage off or it may be something to entice them as in to join the club or a savings club, something along those lines. Once you obtain that email address, there's several things that you can do with that. Um, obviously you can send them uh, emails on product updates, 
um, sales that you're having and so on and so on. Um, but there's another piece of gold there that the user would go ahead to purchase a product and they add it to their cart and then they navigate away from the store. Um, and this happens quite a bit because people are looking on their, on their phone. Um, they're looking at products and things like that. And then they would leave and potentially come back on a different device to purchase. Um, so those abandoned cart emails, um, are, is a huge tool to, uh, increase revenue and have them finish the checkout product process. So this would be uh, an email reminding them, Hey, just to let you know that you have some items still in your cart. Um, and then after that, you could even send them, uh, promo codes or discounts to encourage them to continue to purchase. So um, having that email list, there are several things that you can do to help market your products and continue to nurture those, those leads to get them through the checkout process. So to start sending all of these emails, obviously you need to have people's email addresses. Um, and there are a lot of regulations, whether it's GDPR or other things going on. So Tyler, do you have any tips um, about how you can get these email addresses and make sure you're you know, following data privacy laws and all that? Yeah, for sure. So uh, this is definitely important. Um, you would definitely want the user to be able to opt into this. Um, you just don't want to be sending random product emails um, to email addresses that you acquire a different way. You want to let them know when they are signing up, um, you know, for example, using that exit intent, that you're going to be sending them email addresses. And then also within the privacy policy of your website, um, you know, exactly state um, how you're going to be using their, their personal information. Um, you know, if you're not selling it, definitely put that in there. Um, if you're going to be using it just for internal um, marketing, you know, ways to better uh, enhance their buying experience, um, all of that data needs to live within the privacy policy, but you want to make sure that they're opting in and that they do want to sign up for the content that you're delivering them. So what are some strategies or tactics you recommend for after someone purchases on the website? What should they be doing to try and get someone to purchase again and retain them as a customer? Yeah, so um, the first email that should go out should be a thank you, uh, thank you video actually, um, where it's one-on-one, it's more in an intimate setting, you know, thank you for purchasing our products, you know, let them know they're part of an exclusive club or um, something along those lines that they're a part of a community now that they're purchasing through, you know, your brand. Um, you also want to let them know what to expect as in how long it's going to take to uh, deliver the item. Um, then also have, you know, tracking codes in there. Um, if your uh, shipping service allows that. And then you want to also send them some emails afterwards, right? So if you know that the product's going to be there within five days, so maybe on that fifth day after purchase, you send them uh, something about how are, you, how are you liking the product? You know, give them time to be able to use it. Um, ask for their honest opinion, you know, ask for reviews at this time. Um, you know, and then depending on uh, what product you're selling, if it's something that's perishable or the user is going to do or the customer will use this product, um, you know, say, for example, it's like a face cream or something like that. Um, you know that that's not going to last them forever. And how long, you know, does this, this product last? So you'll know, um, you know, after a certain amount of time to send them another email about, would you like to purchase this again? Or since you purchased this, um, other, other customers have also found these products helpful. So you can continue to, uh, you know, drive sales that way with these post-purchase sequences. Um, but I would say the biggest thing um, and what users are more um, 
you know, thankful for is that thank, thank you video that's personal, it's intimate, um, and it's going to establish a face with your brand. Thanks for coming on, Tyler. Those are some good actionable tips that you can take away if you have an e-commerce store. So next up, our marketing news. One of the first things we notice is that Facebook is now going to be some competition for Zoom. I know that really everyone's hearing about Zoom calls, especially with this COVID crisis going on and everyone's scheduling these Zoom calls. But I think Facebook could be a really big competitor for this as they launch their bigger group calls. So they're saying these calls will be able to hold up to 50 people and not have the time limit. I know Zoom has that 40 minute enforced time limit. And they also have plans to try and roll this out for both Instagram and WhatsApp. And I know also they are talking about a bunch of different filters and all sorts of things you can do in these calls. So for those people who like to jazz up their calls with coworkers or friends a little bit. I think this could be something to keep an eye out for. And also in marketing news, um, LinkedIn, no surprise, has seen a high jump in engagement on uh, work from home posts, actually a 45% increase in those type of posts. Um, they're also seeing, um, they've actually seen an increase from March until all the way through April um, on posts related to COVID-19. Um, it looks like it's, you know, people are looking for, you know, ideas or inspiration or just, you know, kind of relating with people that are, we're all going through the same thing. So they're just kind of seeing what other businesses are doing, how people are coping with it. So it's really no surprise there. Um, so if you're posting on LinkedIn, definitely keep that in the back of your mind. Um, those are hot topics. Those are things, those are posts that are getting engagement, but be very careful. Like this is not a time to be salesy. This is a time to be very helpful. And um, just having, you know, putting questions out there or just posts that can generate a conversation because you can learn, not only can your viewers learn from you, but they can learn from each other. So if you're having that conversation, LinkedIn really likes those types of posts. So next up, we have a couple of listener submissions that um, people are dying to get the answers to. And first up, we have one um, about using technology for the sales team. So the first question was, my sales team is not very tech friendly. With the trade show cancellations and not having the ability for face-to-face -face meetings, how do I help them to adapt to virtual selling? So we get this question a lot from our clients as well. Um, so the sales reps usually go to these trade shows to generate their leads or they're very used to having face-to-face -face conversations. Some of the, most of these sales reps have been in this business for 20 plus years. So they're kind of, you know, in their ways of selling, they're really comfortable in, in their selling techniques and they're, they're just not very tech savvy or how they can incorporate that with their sales team. So the best answer I can give you is one, don't ignore this insecurity. Um, instead, help them embrace this new way of selling, help them embrace, you know, technology and how it can really help them make their sales quota. Um, so this is probably going to mean training for them. Um, and that's, that means, you know, a little bit of investment, investment from the company to provide this training. So I know um, we at Marketing Essentials, we offer a social selling coaching. So this helps the sales teams get used to selling on social media, which is where a lot of people are at right now. Um, so we meet with it, the sales team once a week. Uh, we train on that, or we train them um, for an hour, once a week for six weeks. And we help them learn about selling on LinkedIn. So that's where a lot of businesses are at. It's a very professional channel. 
So that's just an idea of something that you can help them get training on. Um, another thing is be excited about this new change. Um, this transition is already really scary for some people. So the more positive and more excited you are about it, the easier they will adapt to it. All right, great answer, Jess. Um, we also had another question come in. Someone said, I am a small boutique owner and I only have my brick and mortar store. Um, my customers aren't coming into the store with the pandemic. Obviously we're closed down. Um, how can I overcome this? What are ways I can still sell during this time? So another really great question. Um, obviously we wanna kind of consider an e-commerce website. If, it's, if you're selling goods like a boutique, if you're selling clothing, or if you're doing like hand soaps and lotions, like, like whatever you're selling, there, you could consider an e-commerce website. And I know Tyler gave some really good, great tips on that so that um, your customers can still shop online safely. Um, a lot of people are doing this, like, you know, everybody's shopping on Amazon, they're shopping all these different stores. So definitely if, if you've got the means to do it, definitely consider an e-commerce website. Another thing that you can do is post your safety protocols. So a lot of people want to know what are you doing as a business to keep them and their family safe. So a great way to do this, and that's a free option, is getting on your social channels and just posting those protocols. I've seen some businesses actually post a photo like where they've rearranged their entire store, so it keeps them or it allows to sh it allows them to show you that you can shop safely six foot away from the next you know, the other customer. So those are um, great ways to, to display that. Um, another thing is your Google My Business listing. Right now, Google My Business has a post that um, is COVID-19 related. So it's like, it really um, enhances that post so that your customers are gonna see that one first. So really use that tool as well. Again, it's free. Just make sure that you've um, claimed your listing. Um, and you can make, you can adjust your hours on there. And like I said, you can do announcements and, and talk about your safety protocols that way as well. Also, don't forget to stop by our Marketing Essentials Instagram page to submit your question. Go to at MKTG underscore essentials and take a look at our podcast highlights to ask your question. Thanks for joining us for another brew session with Marketing Essentials. Um, be sure to subscribe on Spotify or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We'd love to have, like Jess said, your listener submissions. We'd like to start engaging more with our listeners. And be sure to tune in next week. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.